Welcome to the Canine PT Academy Podcast. Business lessons for canine rehabilitation therapists. Introducing your host, Dr. Francisco Maya. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the Canine PT Academy Podcast, Business Lessons for Canine Rehabilitation Therapists. So as this episode comes out, I am about to get ready to go on basically uh, a two and a half week vacation. Uh, first part is going to be me and my wife and our daughter Susie going to the United Kingdom. And then the second part is going to be here in the United States where we're just going to go to Indiana where my wife is from to celebrate America's birthday on July 4th along with my wife's birthday as well on the July 4th which is always uh, makes for a fun day for us. But we're starting today with a series of podcast interviews, okay? And we did a series of interviews earlier this year in like February, March or so. So if you haven't listened to those, go back and give it a listen. I got some very good feedback on how helpful it was was to to hear from other people in the field and that's what I'm excited to kind of like bring it back we so we have four more interviews um, coming out I guess three more after today so four in total and one of the things I am very excited is also to bring different perspective as well from from different professionals in our field so today we're going to be talking with a physical therapist CCRT here in the United States, but then uh, next week we're going to be talking about with a veterinarian CCRT in the United States, and then we go all the way to Australia and talk with a veterinary nurse CCRP from there, and then we come back to the United States and talk with a PTA CCAT business owner as well here in the United States. So just bringing you know a PT, a vet, a veterinary nurse, a PTA, just like different back around different um, I feel perspective you know into these interviews I think it, it, it turned out really great because I'm actually recording this intro actually after I had done all four interviews and I hope you guys find this as helpful as um, I have found to even just record this I I learned a lot from speaking with these folks these were all people who I've got to know before um, you know, especially over the last year or so with, with most of them where they have gone through my business accelerator program. Some of them went on then to join my incubator program and I got to work with them even more. Um, but it's just been, uh, uh, it was just really interesting. Just a lot of learned lessons, a lot of uh, key takeaways. And before we get on to today's podcast episode, just a quick reminder that after I get back from this vacation, I want to do another uh, um, ask me anything type of episode, but for me to do so, I need your questions. Okay, so if you have any questions you've been dying to ask me, uh, please feel free to follow the link to the Google form on our show notes. And then once I get back from vacation, I'm going to record that episode, which is going to come out in mid July. Okay, the questions on the episode are going to be uh, completely anonymous. But on the form, if you do wish to put your name, I'm not going to share it on the podcast episode, but if you put your name, then afterwards, I'll just follow up with you to make sure you don't have any follow-up questions and make sure I answered you know, your question. So you don't have to leave your name. 
but even if you do it's going to be anonymous on the podcast it's just for uh for my own purpose to make sure that i answered your question afterwards okay but let's get on to today's podcast episode where i titled you know learn to enjoy the journey of business ownership and this is with chris mackey uh doctor of physical therapy and a certified canine rehabilitation therapist from omaha nebraska uh she founded you know the mac institute of canine therapy and we, of course we talked a lot about her journey through her CCRT and and, and through business ownership. And it, it, it has been amazing to be quite honest to see what she has accomplished in just basically a year since she finished her CCRT um, and went on to you know, open her business. So it has been truly, truly fascinating to see that. And you know, some of the takeaways I had from this interview was understanding that it takes time and we're playing the long-term game, you know, and sometimes we get so caught up with wanting that immediate, uh, I don't even want to say success, um, but that immediate outcome on whatever it is that you're doing, and sometimes we just need to play the long game, and as long as we're doing the right things, as as long as we know that we're doing is moving the right way, um, you know, then then we're going to be in a good position as long as we're patient, and as long as we, you know, keep plowing ahead you know so that was kind of like one of the takeaways another one was to pace yourself and learn to enjoy the journey i think sometimes we get we can get so stressed especially as business owners you know in terms of like the day-to-day kind of stuff there's just always so much to do and we fail sometimes to just stop and smell the roses we fail sometimes to just look back and see how much we accomplish. It's just so easy sometimes to just look at the negative and just look at what we haven't accomplished. And we fail sometimes to realize how much we have accomplished. And I think that comes from also enjoying this journey that we're kind of on and understanding that it's it's a journey, not a destination. Okay, and and because of that, it's just always going to be evolving. There's going to there always going to be somewhere to keep kind of like moving okay and then finally the last takeaway i had was to step out of the comfort zone and understand how to run a business okay and it can be very very uncomfortable to to be a business owner because most of us didn't get into this field wanting to be business owners but then we have found ourselves in a situation where for us to be able to make this work, for us to be able to do canine rehab how we want to do or be even having sometimes the opportunity to be a canine rehab therapist, we need to go out and figure out how to do this on our own. But we got to at least understand, you know, the basics of, of, of how it is to run the business, you know, and that's something that we touched upon with Dr. Mackey. So, uh Hopefully, you guys found this interview as helpful as I have found. I took tons of notes during this interview as well. So that was kind of fun to um, go back and look through those notes and and just kind of like, yeah, once I was deciding on the takeaways, it was kind of hard for me to pick only three, to be quite honest. But I hope you find this helpful. So let's go ahead and go to the interview. Thank you. Okay, so today for our podcast, I am very pleased to have Dr. Chris Mackey with the Mackey Institute of Canine Therapy in uh, Omaha, Lincoln, Nebraska area. Chris, thank you so much for joining us today. Yes, thank you for having me. All righty. So I always like to start going through it, you know, 
how did you go from being like, you know, a human physical therapist, for lack of a better term, to now being a canine physical therapist? It was um, definitely an unexpected journey. Um, I never set out to become an animal physical therapist, but it just, I kind of stumbled upon it. Um, I had been a human physical therapist for about six years, and then I was in transition between jobs. I had um, left an outpatient, actually oncology, a physical therapy position. And um, I was actually thinking about opening up a my own cash-based human PT practice. And I actually ended up taking my dog to the veterinarian for his yearly checkup. And at the end of that assessment, the veterinarian came out and said, everything looks good. He does have limited hip extension. Um, and so I did note that and me not knowing anything at the time, I said, well, what does that mean? And and he said, well, you know, I, I have a St. Bernard. So he said, well, he might have hip dysplasia. It happens in this breed. Um, and I said, well, what does that mean long term? And he had said, well, a lot of times that develops into arthritis and he may need a total hip replacement later in life and it would be bilateral both sides um so just something to kind of prepare yourself for and being a human physical therapist mm -hmm. myself i i mean my my dog there he was only four years old so my brain started to work and i said well if he's got this mild hip dysplasia if we can stabilize the hip and prevent arthritis and hopefully even completely avoid having surgery in the long term, well, that would be better. That's what we would do for humans. Um, and so I, without knowing animal PT was a thing, I just started to think, okay, what would I do for humans? I started to do that for my dog. I did massage, I did stretching, I did some strength exercises, and I noticed he started to move better. Um, and he was getting up more throughout the day, playing with my other dog more, less sluggish, less of a hip sway when he was walking, even his movement was better. Um, and that's when the light bulb kind of went off. And I had thought, is is this a thing? Is animal PT a thing? And then I had uh, did a little bit of research online and found out that it was. And I called my uh, my then boyfriend at the time. And, and I, I think I might have thought of something that could be really great. And he was very supportive. And he was like, that sounds amazing. And that kind of started my journey. Uh, yeah, that's really cool. I know a lot of PTs that started like that. It's like because mm -hmm. of their own dog that mm -hmm. then they just, you know, just thought about like, hey, what if I take what I know as a PT and just apply yeah. the same knowledge, right? Either be yeah. to improve joint range of motion, improve, mm -hmm. you know, soft tissue mobility or strength and stuff. And then suddenly, it, you know, guess what? The dogs feel better. And then mm -hmm. kind of like a light bulb kind of like goes off so you know and that's mm -hmm. what i always do. i don't know if you ever had like any pts or someone like shadow you before and they kind of like see what you're doing and they're like oh my god this is exactly how i yes. treat patients exactly yes i've had a couple of um a couple of students that have even mm -hmm. this is pre-physical therapy school and they've went and observed human pts just to make mm -hmm. sure they've had that experience make sure they enjoy it and then they happen to to come and observe myself as well and they're like oh yeah this this makes total sense and yeah awesome and then tell us more about how was then specifically making that transition from human to canine pt because it, it, if 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 i'm correct you don't treat any humans anymore right i don't no um and i i enjoyed treating humans um definitely but it yeah, I mean, it just happened to work out where 
I love dogs so much. I enjoyed what mm-hmm. I was doing so much. There was a need for it um, in the space that that we're in the area that we're in. And so um, it just kind of became my full time thing. I kind of knew early on, though, that it would be it would likely be my full time thing. Um, but yeah, it was it is now. And it, I mean, it's been going great. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely is. And we're going to kind of like touch upon that in a little bit as well. And then in terms of making that transition, you know, mm-hmm. if for for potential listeners who are in, in, in that same position that you were kind of like mm-hmm. thinking about like, hey, should I go and get certified? You know, uh, can I make this work? Kind of like what would you say were the main challenges with the process and any kind of like pearls of wisdom that you'd like to share, you know, about that process with them? Yeah. So for me, because I was in transition between jobs, I, I knew like all steam ahead. This is, this is what I'm going after. And I know that there, there are some PTs and, and some veterinarians going into rehab where that's the case, but I do hear and see a lot of PTs and providers online where they're just not sure about the transition. Um, but for, for me, it was, it was more clear cut and there were still challenges along the way. Um, I would say for me, my biggest challenge is because I was in transition, because I didn't have a full-time position or medical benefits at the time or dental and vision, which is nice because you feel that security when you have those things. Um, it was definitely challenging for me to, to make that transition, but there's pros and cons to my situation. Um, mm-hmm. The cons were, you know, the finances of coming up to pay for these these courses and to get this all done as soon as I could. Um, that is challenging initially. But the pros to it is that because I didn't have a full-time position at the time, I was able to get these courses done as quickly as possible and receive the certification as quickly as possible. Um so for me, I didn't have a ton of trepidation, although I do read that um, online that, that people will say that they're a little bit worried about um, the transition and will they be successful and can they find a job. Um, and I think you really just have to look at the space that you're in, the state, the city that you're in. Mm. Is it something legally that you're allowed to do in that state? I was lucky in Nebraska. Um, mm-hmm. We we are, there's legislation to say that we are allowed to, to treat animals. Um, I think that's definitely the first thing. But in terms of the the fear of the transition, any any transition, any change is scary. But, oh, man, it is so worth it. The mm-hmm. end game and, and seeing the fruits of your labor and, and seeing for myself, seeing a business grow from nothing to, to this full-time career um, and now adding on a physical therapist, it is, um, it's, yeah. it's challenging and scary along the way, but it is the most rewarding thing. Um, so it's okay to be nervous. It's okay to doubt the process, but just keep putting one foot in front of the other and you'll be really grateful in the end when you stuck it through. Um, that's some great advice over there. Like, you know, cause I feel like yeah, any changes in life, is, it can be just so scary, right? In this case, in terms of investing, you know, time and money into the certification, mm-hmm. or then in your case, opening your business, but, but even in life in general, any changes that we go through, it can mm-hmm. be so, so easy to avoid making changes because of that kind of like uncomfortable, you know, feeling that you have, but just like I said, putting one foot in front of the other, that's terrific. Yeah. Uh, and I think there's a advice. there's definitely a comfort in having a full-time position working for a company. There's just such stability in that. 
Um, and like I had mentioned before, like yeah. having benefits, having PTO, it's mm -hmm. scary to think that you won't have that. And to, and if you've never tried before, there's this thought of like, well, I can't, I can't do it on my own. Like, how mm -hmm. am I going to pay for my own medical or how am I going to provide? And, and just, I mean, there is always a solution. Like it, right. it may not be the easiest path to the solution, but like, if you're passionate about it, then, then at least take some steps forward because you can solve the problems to get you to your end goal. Exactly. Exactly. And, 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 and this journey, basically from the time you graduated, it was just about 18 months ago, right? When, when was it that you got your CCRT? Yeah, so in November of 2021, I believe it was the beginning of the yeah. month, and then we were ready to go. I mean, we were just waiting on the certification, so uh, my business partner yeah. and I, yeah, so yeah. we got, I mean, the day that that I knew I was certified, I was like, all right, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and that's a good point. So I, I, actually, a two-part question here. The first question is, when did you know during this process that you were going to want to then open your own business? So I knew right away because there wasn't, I mean, and you, and you, again, you see this online where people are, will say, I'm unsure if I'll be able to get a position, a full-time position, or even a part-time position mm -hmm. doing animal PT. So they don't want to, you know, pay for this extensive certification and then end up with no job. And for me personally, like I've, I've worked for companies in the past. I just knew I needed a change. I knew I wanted to create something where I was in charge of my future um, and where I could create stability for myself and then in the future for other team members coming on board. So I knew early on that that I did want to forge my own path. Um, yeah. So. Okay. Yeah, because you even mentioned earlier that before you even – went through that experience with your own dog, you were even contemplating opening your own human cash-based practice, right? So there was that, yeah. that seed in your brain of like, mm -hmm. kind of like doing this, right? So, mm -hmm. so, so then, you know, you were going through your CCRT and you knew you wanted to open your business. So how did, and you said yourself that as soon as the, like your CCRT was done, you were like, mm -hmm. boom, ready to go. So what yep. did you do so that would happen? What did you do so that way when you were done with your CCRT, your mm -hmm. business was ready to hit the ground running? Yeah, so I think probably part of the way through the certification process with the Canine Rehab Rehabilitation Institute, um, it was studying for the, uh, the courses so that you can take the exams. But at the same time, I knew I had to also start to prep again, because I wasn't working full time. So I knew that I, I wanted and I needed to start working as soon as possible. Mm -hmm. And so I, I knew like the logistical um, things that you have to get done to start a business had to get done as well. And I will say, I'm extremely, extremely lucky because I do have a business partner who has helped me tremendously in handling like the logistical operation side of things. Um, and so although I had to to think about, okay, let's let's set up the business, let's figure out the documentation system, let's set up mm -hmm. email, bank accounts, all of that. I had um, his guidance to be able to say, and, and to be able to take some of that responsibility and, and those tasks to check off the list. Um, mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, he has been like a tremendous asset for you, for sure. Um, and then, you know, thinking about, especially that initial phase of like, 
just getting the business off the ground in the first, mm-hmm. I would say, like six to nine months or so, what would you say were the biggest challenges that you faced during that time? Yeah, I think patience is key because you start and you're ready to go. And especially <laughs> because I didn't have a full time, like this was it. I was like, let's get these referrals going. Let's get patience. Let's fill up the caseload. And I think understanding that it really does take time and it's you're playing the long game and to not get frustrated in the short term if you're not getting referrals as quickly or if you're not getting leads from your google ads or people inquiring or word of mouth you know going into it that it will take time but it's still uh, you still get sucked into the idea of you know what you do is so valuable that everyone should be jumping on board. And at least where I am in, in Lincoln, Nebraska specifically, I'm the first animal physical therapist um, treating in the city. So in you know, in, in our minds, we're like, we know what we do is amazing and we want to help and, and people should start knowing, but understanding that it does take time to build relationships, build rapport, build that trust with veterinarians, build that trust with, you know, people, just pet owners. Um, and so I think patients is key and understanding that even though your progress or the speed at which you're progressing um, is not exactly like how you would expect or exactly like another animal PT, mm-hmm. it's okay. It is all progress and yeah. it's it's all going to get you towards your end goal. Yeah. I, I think it ties up to even what you said something before about going through the certification where it's just putting one foot in front of the other, mm-hmm. right? Just putting one foot in front of the other and, and being patient. That's, that's a yeah. great piece of advice that sometimes we, we tend to, to lose track kind of like or some of it and for whatever reason it might be, you know, um, yeah. but, but that's very, very important. And, and I do think, yeah, go ahead. I do think that in the beginning when things are going slow, one thing that I had noticed was, Instead of, I guess, a a piece of advice, instead of being um, anxious that things aren't going quicker, like we're not getting patients quick enough, really understand that like it takes so many moving pieces to run a successful business, a successful, whether it's human PT or animal PT. And even though you may not have as many patients, there are plenty of things that you can be doing to make sure that when things really do start hit the ground running, like you're not going to have time to work on the little pieces of the business when you're treating back to back to back Mm -hmm. patients. Um, So I think that's important to, to use your time wisely in that moment. Yeah, it's about using that 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 low time to kind of like yeah, build some of the systems, build some of that stuff because like I said, afterwards you're going to be busy mm-hmm. and 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 you're not going to have time for it. And and it is a uh, uh, a little bit to what I kind of like have shared before I think w- with you probably in the past through my programs and and with the listeners is about you know, not focusing so much just on the destination and enjoying mm-hmm. the journey along the way, yeah. right? I feel sometimes we get so caught up with the goals that we have set, right? So let's mm-hmm. say you just came off the gates, you you got your CCRT, you open your business and you set some goals of like, okay, for the first 12 months of me opening a business, this is, you know, how many patients I want to see you or how much money in revenue I want to generate or whatever it may be. And, and, you know, mm-hmm. that's great. We need to set those goals, but sometimes we get so kind of like tunnel vision with the goals and we lose track of just enjoying, like how are we mm-hmm. actually going to get there? You know, yeah. enjoying those highs and the lows, enjoying making mistakes. Yeah. You know, I feel that that's important as well. 
Well, and I agree. And and also too, I think it's important to consider because I myself even kind of did this throughout the process is you get so excited that you found this wonderful, new, valuable thing that you know will change mm-hmm. lives. You also have to pace yourself yeah. because you don't want to go full steam ahead while you're going through your certification in the first year of your business. And then the second year, you still love what you do, but you are also tired because you feel like you've been running a marathon or two marathons back to back. So mm-hmm. pacing yourself and enjoying that journey as it goes will in the long run allow for longevity instead of instead of burnout and not necessarily burnout because of the treatment but but where we see that on the human side a lot but mm-hmm. but just burnout of like this adrenaline like you also too have to balance with taking care of yourself and not just get right. so excited and just study canine 24 7 which is what i did <laughs> <laughs> yes yes and then you know lo- looking back during the first year of, of of business ownership and stuff any any anything that looking back now knowing what you know today if you could go mm-hmm. back in time and tell chris from 18 months ago yeah is there anything that you have done differently during that time yeah. So, and we've kind of talked about this before, but there are obviously different steps to setting up a business. Um, and there's knowing the treatment, knowing the diagnoses and knowing what to do it to be an effective provider. But there's also like tackling the business side of things so that you can effectively treat. Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing that I ended up doing in particular, so I took um, obviously your business accelerator course. And I remember distinctly looking back on that and saying, I really should have taken this before I started, like instead of halfway through, um, in between like the certification and then starting the business, I feel like it would have been a much smoother transition because the, the step-by-step process and the guidance that you laid out in that program, I feel like just made it so much easier. But if you do that ahead of time versus setting up your processes and then Mm-hmm. taking the business accelerate and then saying, oh, there's more efficient ways of going about this. And then having to backtrack and correct, it just takes a lot of time. Um, mm-hmm. I know there's there's another uh, provider veterinarian um, that took the business accelerator course and, and she had asked me prior to joining, she was like, should I just like wait until like my first year in? And I'm like, no, do it ahead <laughs> of time because it sets everything up so perfectly that you can streamline things and really focus on what we want to focus on the treatment, but it gives you that guidance so that you don't feel lost in the wind. And you have this checklist of check that off the list and then move on to this and then move on to this. Yeah. I appreciate you sharing that. Thank you so much. Cause, cause yeah, it is kind of like, you know, the, the premise of the business accelerator program, when I put it together the first time around, it was, it was under the me answering, you know, the question of like, if I were, to move to a new city today and mm-hmm. had to open a brand new canine rehab business, mm-hmm. what would I do knowing what I know today yep. about opening and growing a canine rehab business? So it, it, it is, you know, it is designed for any business owner, but I always tell them, uh, of people who ask me questions about it, like, like I said, when should I join kind of stuff? It's like, mm-hmm. It, you can join it at any point, right? Even people who have been already in business for a while, it, it's going to be incredibly helpful. 
But the best time needs to join before you actually have the business because then you're mm -hmm. able, just like you said, set it up things the way you want to do kind of like yep. from the get-go instead of trying to uh, course correct things afterwards, which yeah. can be, you know, definitely a little bit harder. So, sorry. And I will say the, 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 uh, my friend who's a veterinarian who did the business accelerator um, after she had uh, been in the course, she had said, yep. You were right. This is going to make it a lot easier and also just save us a ton of time. You know, instead of trial and error on our part, four or five times, it could take a year to get to the most yeah. efficient solution. It's it's all set up there right for you. And it's it's it was really um, the best thing I could have done, but just a little bit sooner. Yeah. So besides the business accelerator, which we already mm -hmm. determined is a terrific resource, what mm -hmm. other what other things are out there that for someone, uh, 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 not necessarily just from a business ownership perspective, but even like someone from a clinical perspective, someone who just wants mm -hmm. to uh, make the transition, or if they have made this transition and are found they're stuck, what 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 are some good like resources out there? Some good lessons that you can share with folks about that. You know, I would say from a from a professional standpoint, like transitioning from a provider to a provider plus business owner, that was a pretty significant yeah. shift for me. And I didn't truly understand it initially. Um, but my business partner at the time, I remember telling him that I'm going to provide the best care ever. And it's going to be evidence-based and mm -hmm. clinical. And it is going to be every like to a T, it's going to be the right treatment. And because the treatment is going to be amazing, the business is going to be super successful. And I really remember him saying, you know, there are businesses that have a really, really, really great product and they end up closing because there's mm -hmm. not enough balance between the product and the business side. So one of the most beneficial things that um, I had done that he had recommended is reading a book called The E-Myth, uh, yeah. which is the entrepreneurial myth. Mm -hmm. And that to me was was definitely a big, big change in how I look at things. Mm -hmm. um, and the examples that they gave in the book was, was a woman who was a baker and she had that same mentality of, if my pies are the best pies in the state, my business yeah. will, will be a million dollar business. And then you get in and, you know, it talks about how, you neglect the business side of things because you're not necessarily as comfortable with that, but you hyper-focus on the thing that you know. So you put off the things that you don't know and you're uncomfortable with the running the business side of things. Um, but if you truly want a successful business long-term, you have to step out of your comfort zone and understand how to run the business. So, so for me, that was definitely a shift from just technician to doing work technician as well as business owners. So that's something I would definitely recommend to people. Awesome. That is a terrific book, yeah, E-Myth. And, and that's a great advice, right? Because it, it, it's a different skill set. You mm -hmm. know, uh, uh, no matter if, you know, the listener is a physical therapist or a veterinarian or a chiropractor working with animals now, then suddenly having to learn how to run the business, it's, it's a mm -hmm. whole different thing that the majority of us, didn't have any sort of uh, uh, background on it in PT school, mm -hmm. vet school, chiro school, you know, whatever it is. So definitely I, I I see that example that you mentioned about, you know, being having the best pie in the States mm -hmm. and just because it's the best pie, thinking that the pie is going to sell itself, right? We mm -hmm. see that example in our field so often. 
Mm -hmm. know, people like some folks being absolutely like tremendous clinicians, like, like mm -hmm. 10, 20, 30 times better clinician that honestly I would ever be, you know, yeah. but either struggling to kind of like, like have the business that they want, or sometimes what I see is them having a busy, busy business, mm -hmm. but not generating enough money because they don't understand maybe how to appropriately uh, uh, charge what they need to be charging, how to raise their mm -hmm. fees, how to have the conversation with clients surrounding money. And then they mm -hmm. ended up undercharging because of it. And they're absolutely terrific of what they do, but they, you know, they come with that same mindset. They're like, well, mm -hmm. I'm at the best of what I do. So I don't need to learn how to market my business because people are going to mm -hmm. find me, you know? And so that's, yeah, that's a great example to great lesson to, mm -hmm. to share. appreciate that. Um, and then what I was going to ask then in terms of this whole journey now of like 18 months of, uh, 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 you know, being a canine rehab therapist, Mm -hmm. uh, starting and growing a successful business, right? You, I think you mentioned earlier that now you, it's not just you and your business partner, right? You are about to, or bringing another therapist, if I'm correct. Yes. Um, so we did just hire a physical therapist, awesome. um, who she just finished her certification. Um, and she's wonderful and amazing. And as much as I love the treatment, I can't wait for for the the camaraderie, the you know, putting our brains together and solving cases. She's yeah. board certified in neuro PT, so I oh, think that would be a huge a asset to the yeah. yeah. I think it'll be a huge asset to um, to the team as well as to patients. Um, but yeah, so say. we're just yeah, yeah so we're just looking um, to grow, but grow at a pace that is sustainable um, yeah. and make good choices and really create an environment that empowers providers empowers physical therapists or veterinarians that we uh that we work with in, in the future um yeah create this environment that actually helps pet parents get the results that they want wonderful i absolutely love that because it is it, it, it at one point and you are just right at that point which is which is awesome is the the business becomes so much more than just what you want from it mm -hmm. you know up until this point, it was about what, you know, Chris and her partner mm -hmm. needed it and wanted from the business, but now it just becomes much bigger, not just in terms yeah. of this PT, this provider, but yeah. other people, like I said, who are going to come on board later on, the 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 uh, exponentially larger number of pets and clients that you're going to be able to help because of that, you know, and it just takes, you know, things to a whole different level. And, you know, along this journey, what would you say has been like, the most rewarding part of it? So definitely seeing my vision come to fruition. Mm -hmm. um, I, you have this inkling that you could be impactful. You can, you can help people. You can help dogs. You can create this entity. And I mean, I had a good feeling that it would all pan out. But you also too don't know, like life is life. And this mm -hmm. was for me during COVID that I was taking the certification. And so, but to see, it has built a lot of confidence in myself to know, to actually see it unfold. It's kind of like when I, you know, we when we graduate physical therapy school and we pass licensure, you just feel elated and you, yeah. you have this sense of confidence that like, 
that was me. That was all me. Like I got this, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think to see, to see the business, um, doing well, but also consistently doing well, um, and looking towards the future and not having fears or doubts of like, will we be around in a couple of years? Like we're, we're laying such a strong foundation. It really gives me um, a lot of pride to have created um, this, this organization that helps people that is very meaningful. And that's important. Yeah. Laying, laying that strong foundation, which you definitely mm-hmm. kind of like have been doing. So that way, the business is sustainable for you even in the long run, right? So that way you're mm-hmm. you're not getting burnt out because you cannot manage, you know, how busy things got or, you know, this or that kind of stuff. So that's very important yep. for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And I and I guess you already shared, you know, my, my last question was going to be what's next for you in the business. But I think oh, you yes. kind of like shared that. <laughs> well, we are actually... Um, so right now we rent space out of some dog um, training facilities for PT. So we are in the process of looking for brick and mortars. We're actually, we've contemplated um, renting and I think we're actually kind of considering purchasing, which is a really big step. But um, so I think that's, that's probably the next big thing as well as um, bringing on this PT in the beginning of June. Um, Yeah. And then just, growing from there like i i think the thing that makes me most excited again i've said it a couple times but it's growing a team of pts and and veterinarians collaborating together Mm -hmm. in which everyone has each provider has the autonomy um to decide what is what is the best care for their patient but then each team member feels supported and valued and that's always been what i wanted from an employer so to be on the other end of that and to be able to cultivate that is uh to me it's something that it feels very special yeah that that's a great takeaway it's like yeah creating the environment that you would want to be on Mm -hmm. basically you know Mm -hmm. and i think we all come from different backgrounds and stuff but i you know so because sometimes people ask me you know uh you know, if I could go back in time, would I still have taken, you know, some of the jobs that I had that, you know, didn't, you know, didn't work out as well kind of stuff. It, and what I say is like, I would, because I learned a lot Absolutely. from those. So, sometimes yeah. I even learned what I wouldn't want to do when I mm-hmm. would be an employer, when I would be a boss. And it has been kind of like, uh, uh, cool to be able to implement, you know, some of those sometimes little things, but sometimes bigger things. And, 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 and like you said yourself, cultivating like an environment that I personally would want to work as a physical therapist, you know, that 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 for me is kind of like an important thing. And it sounds like it's exactly kind of like your mindset going into it as well. Um, wonderful. So so yeah, um, unless there is any other pearls of wisdoms, anything that we didn't talk about that you'd like to share, I'll put it in the show notes, of course, the link to the Mac Institute of Canine Therapy, but how else can people kind of like find uh, uh, you online? So our website is mackeyinstitute.com. Um, so it's M-A-C-K-E institute.com. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's here in Nebraska. We treat in Lincoln and Omaha, Nebraska. Um, they can contact us through our website or um, our phone number, address, and everything is on the website. They can learn more about some conditions there as we have um, a few blog posts 
And so, yeah, if there's anyone in Nebraska, or I know we get some people from out of the state as well traveling, mm-hmm. and how we're happy to to help and and um, get your pets back to doing what they love yeah. to do. Wonderful. Chris, thank you so much. Uh, I really appreciate you joining us today and sharing more of your journey, sharing more of your story, and also just congratulations on what you have accomplished in just 18 months, right? Uh, Don't lose perspective of it. Like you guys have built a very solid foundation and it's just it has been really amazing to see what you and and, and your partner have been able to kind of like build it together. And it's going to be even more exciting to see in another 18 months, kind of like, where are you guys going to be? Like I said, who knows, right? Could even yeah. like go about purchasing your own space and this and yeah. that, but you know, uh, congratulations and you Thank know, just, you. just keep doing what you guys are doing because you're doing amazing. I would like to add one other thing that I truly, truly feel that the success that we have had in the past year a lot of that success is due to your guidance and your mentorship. So I think that's incredibly important to touch on. Ah, thank you, Chris. I, I appreciate that very much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to another episode of the K9 PT Academy podcast, Business Lessons for K9 Rehabilitation Therapist. If you enjoyed what we had to say, please make sure to share or subscribe to our podcast or even leave us a review. You can also email us at hello at k9ptacademy.com. That's hello at k9ptacademy.com with any questions or suggestions. And go to k9ptacademy.com to find more resources and content, including our fee calculator spreadsheet, which is absolutely free and will help you determine how much you should be charging for your sessions. Because let's face it, determining what we should be charging is one of the biggest struggles we have as business owners in the canine rehabilitation field. You can also find all of that information and more under the show notes. Finally, I would just like to add a disclaimer that any of my thoughts and opinions expressed on this podcast are mine and mine alone, and in no way reflect the opinion or position of any other organization or company I may be associated with. Thank you for listening, and remember, if you're not having fun and enjoying life or running your business, then what's the point in doing so? So please go ahead and start having some fun.